2: Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What to do, what to do? Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast. I'm your host, Rubino. And I'm DJ Earn. man. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. You good? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So tell me yeah, why, yeah. Tell me
0: why you're good, bro. I'm just good, bro. We got another episode, you know? We're yeah, excited. Man. We blessed.
2: Got, we blessed. Get the homie in here. Yes, you we know, got the homie. So. We're not, not going to introduce him yet. Yeah, that's, right, right, yeah, him that's, him that's yet. why I said the homie. They don't that's know who he is yeah. yet. Yeah. But they going to know. Yeah, i gonna this. let you do that. Um, for those of you first time listeners, hence the name up and up. This is a platform uh, created to cultivate the culture. Uh, we do that through storytelling. We tell amazing stories. We bring people up here who got, you know, experience and some who are trying to get experience right in, in their respective fields. And they're going after and they're grinding and they're staying on the up and up. man. we just trying to inspire out here, you know. We're trying to inspire everybody, man. Always and motivate you, man. Always motivate, hustle and motivate. Yeah. Shout out to Nipsey. <laughs> um. Now, getting that out the way, I do want to also shout out all the consistent listeners, the supporters, you know, the viewers, um, the champions, those who have just been helping us and pushing the movement forward. We really appreciate you guys, man. We love you guys, and mm-hmm. you know, we do this for y'all and we do this for the culture and we do this for us, right? Yep. So this is for you guys. So make sure you rate, subscribe, and review. You can catch all our episodes. And on like YouTube. it too. <laughs> and like it too uh you can catch all our episodes on youtube soundcloud and itunes just type in the up and up podcast and that's where you can find it now getting that out the way again i guess you kind of already hinted we do got a special guest in the Mm -hmm. building today um and you know i mean at this point it's just normal We we bring we bring dope guests up here right always always right always Um, today's guest, I would say is, is a man who's the perfect example of what it means to take full control of your path with no regrets, Mm -hmm. right? No regrets. Um, a true visionary who's, who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up again, uh, obviously, otherwise he wouldn't be in here. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, just to name off a couple things, this man has been able to accomplish along with, um, some, some of, some of his team members. Um, he's an award-winning real estate broker and investment extraordinaire. That's, 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 that's how I would explain it. Um, winner of 425 magazine's 30 under 30 award um, was also featured in the Puget Sound Journal for numerous business moves him and his business partners have made. Um, and I, this is, this is something that I actually rock with as well. Um, he's someone who has a heart and passion for helping helping paying it forward, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for us when I say <laughs> us, I mean the underrepresented communities out here. He's really passionate about that. And he's the co-founder of Vosey is, is it Vosey Vosey? Vo Vosey. Vosey, real estate and investment group. Our guest is nothing other than the ultimate hustler Ooh. and dream chaser. <laughs> Ooh. Shout out to Mill. Dream chaser himself, <laughs> Arif Ariman. How you doing, bro, bro? Hey. Round I'm, of applause I'm doing for my fantastic. brother. I'm
3: doing fantastic. Yeah, Round man. of applause. Thank you for having me. That was... I need to, like, save what you said for, like, <laughs> any introduction I got coming up.
2: Yeah, man, I'm trying, man. I'm trying to get my Dreams and Nightmares uh, intro game up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, okay. not, it's not on that level yet, yeah, but I'm trying cute. to get there. Thanks for coming, though, bro. I appreciate
3: it, man. Thank you all for having me. You feeling mm-hmm. good? I'm feeling fantastic. Yes, yes. Set, I like man. that. I like, the, I like the energy in here. Yeah, right
2: now. <laughs> I like the good. energy right now. <laughs> you know? good right now, man. Yeah. Um, so if you're familiar with the show, you know, we usually start our episodes off with the quote of the day. Okay. Um, this is just something to get the mind right, get our vibe right. And you know, my guy crossed the way here. You know, he's a wordsmith. You know what I mean? He, What you got? Inspire me right now. I want to be inspired. All right, man. That's so here. the quote the people, of the day. The people need it. Quote of the day today.
0: I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it like I always do. But uh, living with fear stops us from taking risks. And if you don't go out on the branch, you're never going to get the best fruit.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. And who said that? Sarah Parrish. Sarah Parrish. Yeah. Can you read that one more time? Just, I got to feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah, that. I gotta yeah. I got to feel it too. I always, yeah. I'm always going to ask you to read it again. <laughs> Come on, Morgan Freeman, that shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on, man. living with fear stops us from taking risks, and if you don't go out on the branch, you're never going to get the best fruit. Mm. Mm.
2: Mm. And and so we bring in we bring in these quotes, obviously, because they're dope ass quotes. By yeah, the way, uh, that was a good one. I like sure. that one. But it also ties into your story, right, and our Absolutely. guest story, and. You know, going out on that branch, right, yeah. and going after what's yours with no regrets, as I, Absolutely. As I mentioned earlier. Absolutely. Um, I feel like that kind of embodies what you're about and, and, and everybody you work with as well. Um, but before we kind of get into everything you're currently doing with, mm-hmm. with Vazi and, and all the other business moves and power moves you've been making, uh, we love to give a transparent look, you know, an inside yeah. look on who it is these people are supporting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you probably have a, a pretty good following. And people that actually rock with you and push you, but do they really know the story? And We want to take it kind of back a little bit. So, so yeah. tell us a little bit about your upbringing and and kind of where you grew up and how that helped you, you know, become who you are now.
3: All right. So my name is Arif Adiyaman. Full name is actually Arif Worthy Adiyaman. In English, that re sound doesn't exist. So hence the Z H I. Okay. So like you know, just people just like I've been been called Vozi or Arif my whole life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, born in uh, Tamil Nadu, India, which is like the most southern part of India, like literally at the tip. The South. Um, The literal, 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 like, tip of India. Wow. Born there, uh, lived in uh, a city called Chennai until I was about seven years old. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my, you know, typical immigrant story, my dad, you know, came to the United States first, um, you know, two years before he moved the rest of the family out here, you know, Mm -hmm. built up a little bit, you know, saved a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. brought the family out here. I was about eight years old when I first moved to uh, Seattle, Washington. Um, and we actually originally lived in Kirkland, Washington before it was, you know, bougie Kirkland, as we all know now, you feel me? Anybody from Kirkland, you know what that means. Yeah. Stop being bougie. Exactly. Um, but yeah, know. you know, just, just typical, you know, immigrant life. Like we came out here, lived in an apartment building until I was about like, you know, 16 years old. My parents, you know, like worked really hard, you know, worked, you know, multiple jobs, you know, like really, really just set the foundation for my brother and I, um, yeah, just, you know, taking it, taking it forward, you know, for me, like success and you know giving you know making making it so that my parents sacrifices was worth it has always been you know like in my heart and has always been like the primary motivation for any decision that i've made in my life and you know like when i was younger you know like my main goal was all right i gotta i gotta get good grades i gotta go to college get a good degree you know get that good job yeah and and you know make my parents proud because you know when you're when you're out here you're a person of color like you know like that's what they say that's what they tell us yeah you go to college you get you know you get that yeah and you know, I did that. You know, like I did really well in high school, got yeah. good grades, uh, got into the University of Washington, mm-hmm. um, graduated 2011 with sorry, 2012 with an electrical engineering
2: degree. Okay. And so you're just like the perfect uh, first generation immigrant <laughs> right. uh, success path, right <laughs> yeah. there. That definitely made my parents. Right. That's what yeah. every parent comes with a pamphlet when they come to America. They're like, all right, so this is what your kids need to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now go. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure no, you agree. can all relate. Like you know, what I mean, yeah, like yeah, our, our, yeah, pa- yeah. our
3: parents didn't really like know. Like, you know, how to how to take the SATs or, you know, mm-hmm. like how, how to sign up for the SATs. Like what, what you need to do before you, you know, like get to college and all these things. And mm-hmm. these are all things that I had to kind of, being, especially being like the firstborn yeah. son of an yeah. immigrant family. Yeah. Like you, you put the family on your back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that's always been kind of, you know, my motivation. And, you know, getting a degree in electrical engineering, I always had a kind of a passion towards business, but I didn't really understand how to apply it. Okay. I, I knew that's kind of, in the back of my mind, I always knew I wanted to go towards that direction, mm-hmm. but, you know, I didn't really understand how to proceed. But um, so pretty much after college, I worked for a company called SAP okay, um, and doing like, you know, like some like business analyst and eventually like solution creator type stuff. Okay. And I was living in uh, like back and forth between like Miami and Dallas. Okay. Just going back and forth. And, and during that time, I got to kind of understand how different companies operate. Okay. Because I was consulting <laughs> with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, decided I miss home, moved back to Seattle, uh, worked at Microsoft for about, you know, uh, three years. Okay. Um, and uh, did you know, like I was doing program management with them at a comp- at uh, the SQL server side yeah. and then later the Xbox side mm-hmm. where pretty much I was just, you know, like I was doing program management, meaning I was pushing out software and making sure that, you know, various uh, stakeholders within the company are, you know, like the information flows through them properly and channeled mm-hmm. through them properly before, you know, it gets put out for the general public mm-hmm. to okay. consume mm-hmm. the software. Okay. Yeah. So I was doing that for a little bit. And during this time period, I was kind of like feeling like, you know, I got to like, like, not, like, this is good, but this isn't, this isn't what this, i need to do yeah. yeah and that idea started like kicking into my brain at that point and so i figured you know i'm going to i'm going to quit microsoft and like you know try to start a business or whatever
2: so that was the thought that came in your head yeah. while you're going while you're going through that i, I mean, mean well, let's take it back a little yeah, bit so yeah, like yeah. you cuz you talked you touched on a lot in terms of kind of the upbringing right mm-hmm. being being first generation right being yeah. being coming from a, a, a immigrant family mm-hmm. now at what point were you like all right man you know I, am i ready to throw this away right because yeah. because you know growing up and i'm sure a lot of people in here can attest to that it's yeah. like you you don't really see any other options inside of just you know going the school route yeah getting a good job yeah and being secure in that right mm-hmm. the entrepreneurship route isn't forced on us it isn't pushed on no, us it isn't really not. you know taught to us so
3: if anything it's a huge risk it's like don't do that yeah like, don't don't yeah. you know quit your secure job yeah all that. yeah so to keep to keep it real with you i tried it twice so before I actually started Microsoft, be, be like, you know, between SAP and Microsoft, I actually came back to Seattle. And like when I quit SAP and moved to Seattle, I was like, you know what, like, I don't wanna go back to the corporate world. I wanna, I wanna really you know, try starting a business. Mm. And actually the first business idea I had was uh, kind of like an incubation uh, type uh, thing. Okay. So I noticed like, you know, like there's a lot of kids um, like back home where I'm from, in the, from the state of Tamil Nadu in India, where like there's like 600 something engineering colleges and it's producing you know all like thousands and thousands of engineers on a yearly basis mm-hmm. and i figured you know all these engineers are working for you know like w- like western companies like microsoft like you know like just just whatever companies that set infrastructure up in, in, you know southern India and they're working over there yeah. And I was thinking to myself where's you know where's the innovative ideas that are coming out from like my home exactly right? yeah so one of the main things I so one of the internships I had you know mm-hmm. when I was in college was actually at uh, Vulcan you know re- like rest in peace to Paul Allen yeah but um yeah like I figured you know I had some connections that are within the startup world mm. and I figured you know like all I have to do is really c- create some sort of platform where these kids can submit their business ideas and, and then, and then I'll funnel it to these investors okay. and, you know, if there's a, oh, if there's yeah. a good idea, you know, like they'll fund them, you know, I'll get yeah. a little cut. Like they're happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. So this is like my first business idea that I really tried. And I tried this for about six months in between, you know, like SAP and Microsoft. And I mean, so I, I had like one huge marketing campaign and like, I had like, I don't know, like 40, 40 plus ideas. But none of them actually came to fruition. Mm. And, you know, I didn't really make any money. And, mm. yeah. like, nothing happened. Yeah. So, I f- like, at that time, I felt that, you know, like, going back to that quote, you know, like, like I, I had that fear, like, went past that fear, and then had that fear again. because like, oh, you, didn't, you didn't get the fruit. Exactly. Didn't I, didn't get get it, the fruit. Yeah. I didn't get the fruit. I didn't get the fruit. So I figured yeah. I got to go back to the corporate grind and, and you know, went back to Microsoft mm. and did that. So, actually, after Microsoft, I had a job at Accenture okay. doing consulting for about six months and that actually got terminated because of a budget cut. Okay. Right? And that was around the time like man like like what the fuck like you know I got like I like started this job like I thought this was going to be like my secure path for at least a little bit where I have to, you know mm-hmm. where I get to you know figure myself out and at least save a little bit of money and do yeah. these things and and they just cut me like this like yeah. you know what I mean? I yeah. mean they didn't really cut me like but they just like the project just got cut so yeah. I'm like on the bench and I have to you know now like find another like you know position yeah. through Accenture and all these things and it was just it was messy. It so, changed
2: it changed I'm sure it changed um Kind of like your your mentality towards absolutely being being loyal yeah. to absolutely. these companies. Exactly. Yeah. Right? It's like
3: it's like I, I had this loyalty, I'm working so hard on, you know, delivering their product and then they have a budget cut and they're like boom, you're gone. Yeah. Expendable. So, yeah. So like right around that time period, like right before that cut happened actually, one of my mentors in the corporate world told me, Arif, you can have two of three things in the corporate world, but not all three. Right? And and he said like there's ninety you know, ninety nine point 9% of people in the corporate world can only get two things. You know, there's that 0.1% that hits all three. But these three things are you can climb up the corporate ladder. That's one thing. You can have, you know, great, you know, health. You can have great family slash social life. Mm. Pick two. Mm-hmm. And that hit me real hard. I thought mm. about every single person I knew that, that was working in the corporate world. And if they wanted that, you know, corporate success where they're just going from developer to senior developer to director to executive, yeah. they, they were sacrificing either their health. Or they're sacrificing their time with their family Mm. you feel me and 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 if you if you wanted that health and you wanted that you know family life like you had to sacrifice to climb in the corporate world Mm. yeah and i really thought about that and you know like that combined with the fact that you know like this company that i showed loyalty to and delivering their product just kind of cut me like this Mm -hmm. yeah it just hit me hard like man like i need to start a business like Mm -hmm. i need to like figure out like what what it is that you know, I can provide for this world and you know how it, how I can kinda of get there and mm-hmm. and though those are kind of like the marriage of those thoughts really kind of pushed me to like see past that fear and feel like, you know what, I'm gonna bet on myself and I'm gonna try to figure this out. Yeah. And
2: But you know what? You touched on something now it's kinda of yeah. dope too. Cause like I feel like at the end of the day, what I'm getting from this so far is that you kind of You went, you took some L's, right? You've taken Mm -hmm. some L's, exactly. but those L's were more lessons than they were losses, right? You kind of picked yourself back up. Hell yeah. Yes, sir, man. So I'm noticing that. It's like a lot of people aren't willing to try shit, Mm -hmm. especially in our our generation, if you want to say that, right? They're not willing to try shit. Therefore, you won't really know what you're capable of. Absolutely. You won't really know what you don't want. I always say this. I'm like, you need to know what you don't want Mm -hmm. before you try to go after what you do want. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing. I think you were able Absolutely. to find out what you didn't want. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And I think
0: yeah. I think the dope part though is like he did it once. You know. Yeah. A lot of people will be like, damn, I failed the first time. I ain't going back to that mm-hmm. shit. Right. You know. But yeah. That's that's like I the dope part is you just went again. You're like, man, whatever. I you gotta know? figure this out. I, I'll bet on myself again. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah.
3: definitely. And like, and it was kind of interesting too, because I'm like, during the time I'm like trying to start a business, I didn't really understand what business to start. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it wasn't like I just woke up one morning like all right real estate that's it I'm like, you know yeah it was like trial and error you know I I tried to start like a a shirt company I tried to start like uh you know like 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 I was like a huge J Cole fan I tried to use do this like whole like J Cole like blog post thing and try to sell like Dreamville merchandise like it was just, <laughs> I, I tried everything I, I might have went to one of your websites <laughs> I, was you of them, I was trying to get one of them hoodies I was like wait hold
2: up was no. it legit oh, is it legit <laughs> it wasn't legit. <laughs> 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 I didn't buy that shit, so yeah. 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 I'm glad you didn't. I'm yeah, probably sent you insane. off. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, it's like like I definitely you know took a lot of L's, and you know in the beginning they're private L's. You know what I mean? Like That's you don't real. you don't want to share these L's with folks. Like you know like mm-hmm. like especially when you kind of have a track record. You know especially within kind of the immigrant like people of color community when you're working at Microsoft and you're doing all these things. Like when you when you want to quit and and like just leave that. Especially when that's like other people's dreams Mm. to get to, Mm. you know what I mean? It makes you feel a certain type of way. Like, man, like, am I, am Am I ungrateful? Yeah. Am I ungrateful? Am I really making the right move? Am I entitled? Like, man, mm. I feel you. All these questions kind of run through my head at this time. Right. Mm -hmm. And around that time, it's like, okay, well, you know, like just fuck all that. I got to start, I got to start a business. So a business is selling a product or service. All right. What product or service am I going to sell? And that was like the primary question in my head for the longest time. And and you know eventually like I, during this time i was reading a lot of books you know like just you know like napoleon hill like you know like like how to win friends influence people yada yada yada. i was reading all kinds of business books as well and i stumbled across a book called flip by nick ruiz f-l-i-p um by like nick r-u-i-z mm. and that book you know taught me about the concept of you know wholesaling in real estate and that really just kind of blew my mind about how real estate works and he kind of made it it made a lot of sense to me it's like well you know i'm, I'm trying to start a product or service you know launch a product or service Whereas real estate is literally the biggest product that exists. You know, we're mm-hmm. sitting in it right now. That's yeah. real. Right? That's real. And, and I figured, you know, I don't really have to invent anything new. I just have to figure out the logistics behind how people buy and sell real estate. Mm, yeah. And to me, like, that seemed intuitive enough. It's like, okay, cool. That makes sense to me. You know, if I can figure this out, then, then you know, I'm we're going to... You know like, like i feel like something could come out was of there was yeah. there
2: someone who may have led you down that path like was there something that a defining moment if you want to call it that to where you were like you've seen it you seen an opportunity right yeah because there's so many routes you can go at this point when you're yeah. like all right i'm ready to just do me and yeah. bank on me yeah like what was it about real estate aside from the fact that you know like you said it's just about figuring out the logistics but yeah i feel like everybody has a defining moment something that they can yeah. reference and say oh it was it was this time when this happened Mm. that that made me want to go into real estate what was that for you or if you had that at all uh, you know
3: it's funny cuz like like now that real estate is such a big part of my life like I feel like it's and, and it wasn't really a defining moment per se it was a culmination of moments right like I feel like so my parents were always trying to you know like they were trying to buy a house for about like five years before yeah. they actually bought one okay right and, mm-hmm. and you know kind of being like the firstborn immigrant son you're you're kind of guiding them along yeah, the yeah, process yeah, trying to figure them. out how it works and you know during like that I think five-year time period when I was younger I always had like you know I would like watch how the agents kind of conducted themselves and you know watch how the lender you know was speaking to my parents and like mm-hmm. you know like well, see man this person is making three percent of like the property that you know my parents are buying yeah. off of them then you know like what did what did they actually do like you know like these types of yeah. things happened for like five years mm. before my parents actually yeah. bought a house okay so this was always kind of in the back of my mind like oh this is there is something out there but I didn't really think about it mm-hmm. like that you feel me yeah, yeah yeah and and but then after I read the book. you know I like went about and did my own research like went to a website called biggerpockets.com like read a bunch of you know success stories Mm. that you know just regular everyday people Mm -hmm. are making within real estate and like so and and, like the guy that you know the book I told you about like you know like I would follow his like Instagram snapchat everything and and like he'd be posting success stories about his you know like students who you know read the book Mm. and and how like you know they're taking pictures of their checks and everything and I'm like man like just clicking on their Instagram profiles, they're just like, just doing some like hood rat shit and making, you know, 10 grand. And I'm like, man, I can do this too. You know what I mean? Like, if they're, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, and that was so, like, around that time time period, I'm just like, you know what? Like, I felt a little bit more confident that, you yeah. know, like, look, I'm, I'm a smart guy. I-, I launched, you know, a product on like a global scale through companies like Microsoft, you know, Accenture. Exactly. So, why can't I figure this out? Yeah. Like, why not me? Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, it was definitely like a culmination that led to that level of confidence. Yeah. But keep in mind, like, even after I started the business, like, you know, like, so around the, so to give you perspective, right, so uh, Kasim Siddiqui, my business partner, and I, we actually started the business together. And definitely if it's not for him, like, none of this would be possible. Mm. Like, none of it. Absolutely. Mm. Like, definitely, like, you know, I had, you know, like, the idea for a little bit. And coincidentally, around that time, like, he bought a house. Okay. Right? And him buying a house, he was kind of, like, already kind of intrigued by the real estate process. Mm-hmm. And he's been, my, like, my best friend since forever. We met in calculus class freshman mm. year at UW. And you know, right from the get go, like, you know, like like we were, like cheat on each other's tests and shit. And like, like we we know we're smart guys. You know what I mean? Statue statute yeah, yeah, limitations Exactly. Bro. You got the degree too, cool, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Cool. I am I'm done. I'm done with it. Anyway, but you know, I and mean, we we finesse the system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, finesse the system. Yeah. Of got to, you have to finesse yeah. the system a little of bit. Of course. Um, but yeah, no, like like around that time, it was just like, you know, I, I really just like I mean, I already quit my I already quit my job. I, at this point I'm jobless trying to figure out what business to launch, really. Mm. And he had a job. And I'm trying to tell him about this like real estate. Uh, shit and he's like yeah man that actually sounds dope like yada yada, yada. and we kind of just spoke about it for like two months and i was just kind of like trying to figure it out just like going to like random meetings like mm-hmm. trying to talk to people mm-hmm. like yeah. reading online like yeah. like really just you know like just this culminating like just cultivating information yeah and and he saw me kind of like you know put that work in towards that time period and he's like man if are doing that too like you know like it kind of makes sense for you know, I, I was like, I was like, kind of like just subtly kind of pushing them to like yeah, yeah. come join me, quit the quit yeah, his job, yeah, everything. Yeah. Over over a course of two months, he decided, you know what, fuck it, I'ma quit too. Wow. And, and, yeah. And, and I'm, real I'm friends. Yeah, real friends, <laughs> like straight up, like you no, know, that's like real. like he 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 like I bet on myself, and then and then he decided to bet on me, mm. and then we decide and then we bet on each other. Mm-hmm. So when when now you got like you know my like my best friend, who's like who I also consider a very intelligent guy, is now with me in this. And, and, like, he feels that, you know, this is something we can actually do. Yeah. And, you know, we, we, he believes in me. Like, I believe in him. Yeah. And, and like, I feel like that just kind of gave us confidence to just keep going.
2: Well, you know what? Um, And then we're going to get to the wholesale yeah, yeah, talk because yeah. I know this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy yeah, was yeah, on bro. my head about I that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I I, some yeah, some yeah we'll talk that. about it. We'll yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You said something that was kind of <laughs> dope when you said, um, you know, I've been doing all these big global projects for these these big companies like Microsoft and yeah. Accenture, right? And I feel like a lot of people can be in that place, right? For those who are listening and, and viewing right now, it's mm-hmm. like some sometimes you're working for a company or entity that is established and is so to speak validating you. Absolutely. And when you leave that company, like I feel like some 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 of that value or that confidence, like you said, just goes away when Absolutely. it shouldn't, right? You should right. hold on and harness that shit. Absolutely. Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, you may be expendable to them on their big grand mm-hmm, scheme, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, the you still contributed to them. Absolutely. They still needed you. So yeah. you can take those skills out yeah. and elsewhere, yeah. right? So, yeah. um, and I think that's where this generation is at, honestly. I th- there's a lot of, it's, staff retention is the Absolutely. hardest for companies right I now. I feel yeah. like,
3: yeah, like 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 you said, like, I feel like confidence is like encapsulated within whatever you do. And I feel like in this generation, especially these corporations, they don't they don't want you to feel like you can do what you're doing with them outside of what you're doing. You know what I mean? Exactly. They make mm-hmm. it feel like the skills you're learning over there are exclusive over there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like the type of, you know, confidence you build, because of the products and things you deploy, yeah. you know, with them mm-hmm. is just kind of like is, is like, you know, to them and it, like if like you really have to just look at it like, man, if I can do this here, I can I can do it. Yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, like, exactly. You yeah. feel me like especially something like something like software. It's just it's so abstract. It's not even like a, a physical thing you can touch. Yeah. Or, you know, like it's not tangible. Yeah. And, and if you're able to kind of push that out, like, you know, like, why not something physical? Why yeah. not a physical product? Why not a clothing line? Why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so
2: you I guess advice for those who are watching and listening is mm-hmm. like, yo. Okay, don't jump off the cliff if you don't got a plan. But at the same time, yeah, try some shit. Absolutely. Try some shit. Sure. Try sh- Just keep trying yeah. some shit. Absolutely. That's, that's kind of what I'm getting from this right now. Absolutely. Try, try, try again. And I'm
3: also guilty of this, right? Like I used to care so much about what people thought about me. You know what I mean? I, mean, I still do probably. You know what I mean? Mm. Definitely not as much mm-hmm. as before but you know you know yeah. like but it's def- it's, we're human beings you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, as yeah. human beings we're we're social creatures like sure. we we care about what other people think yeah. for sure and especially when you're when you're younger like i said you know like, like i'm feeling like ungrateful that i'm like you know like not you know pursuing this corporate path where it's like a dream for others and mm-hmm. and and you know when when i'm like used to like you know doing well in school doing well in you know like college like getting a good job like i kind of quote unquote have this like track record of success exactly so when you have kind of this track record like it doesn't really it's not logical yeah like mm-hmm. it really isn't logical for you to quit that and then, and then and then try something that you're gonna potentially fail at exactly you feel yeah. me and and for me like one of the one of the biggest like my advice to people and especially people that you know like people that are trying more so than the people that are trying the people that are watching the people try is like support your friends mm. you feel me like i feel like that's something that this generation is like severely like lacking in just because like You know, we feel like, oh, man, if that person's doing it, that person's doing something that, you know, that's like a huge risk. I can't see him doing it. Like, you know, like so they don't they end up putting you in this box in someone like you're you're living in a Mm -hmm. box like in someone else's head of like what they define you as. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and, you know, it's it's up to us as like entrepreneurs and creatives to really just expand that, like define the box for ourselves and then let other people be like let other people just continually
0: expand that box. Of who they define you as. That's actually yeah. a good point. That's yeah. a good point. No, definitely. I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought that up because, yeah. like, coming from an immigrant family, yeah. like, I mean, all of us yeah. in here, you know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like, how hard was it to, like, tell your parents? Like, oh, man, it was difficult. <laughs> you know, it yeah. was so like, difficult. <laughs> I'm, about to, yeah. I'm about to quit and I'm about to do this. Oh, know? man, it was so difficult. Like, <laughs> like,
3: I mean, my parents have always, like, the thing is, like, I guess I'm blessed in the sense that, you know, being the firstborn immigrant child and, like, I, they didn't really, like, tell me how to do what I did ever. They just knew that. You know, like for the most part, oh, if are making a decision, you know, like it's probably it's probably a good one. Yeah. But when I told him I'm gonna quit my job, or I mean at this point, you know, the job quit me.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> you feel yeah, me? Yeah. Um yeah. like when the job quit me, I'm not looking for another like my dad, like at this point, like I'm like two months unemployed. My dad's like, All right, son, what are you doing? Like, yeah, you know, what, yeah. w- what's, the nah, what's the next move? What's the next move? You know what I'm saying? Feel, yeah. And I'm like, Well, the next move is 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 to not find a job and actually start a business. <laughs> and he's like, What? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like and but like the, the, the dope thing about my parents is that Like they, they were like, they didn't understand, but they were like, okay, well, just, just try it. Just Mm -hmm. try it. You know, you're young. Like if you don't like, they understood, like, even though they didn't really understand how they understood that and they understood why I would want to do it. They they
2: understood the the importance of letting you actually try. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm
3: extremely grateful for that. And I know that, you know, a lot of immigrant parents don't, you know, have, you know, like that level, you know, like a lot of immigrants don't have that level of support from their parents. But, you know, I'm very, very, very grateful yeah. that mm-hmm. my parents were, like, you know, but it was still hard, like, to yeah. answer your question. It was like, because yeah. it was still, like, it was still something that they didn't get. Yeah. Yeah. And I I still have to, like, you know, have, like, multiple conversations
2: over the course of, like, a few months while I'm not making mm-hmm. any money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, and, and it's like, it's like, like you said, it, we don't care. Like, you obviously didn't care what other people think, but I don't yeah. care who you are. You're going to care what your parents think, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. You know, and so at the back of your head, even if they say they support you, in the back of your head, the, the clock starts ticking right then and there. When they're like, go. When your parents say go, mm-hmm. the yeah. clock starts ticking. You're like, yeah, that's I, yeah. I got to make it happen. No, absolutely, I, I feel
0: you because I
2: mean I went through something similar like yeah, that too, yeah. and I'm just like,
0: damn. You kind of get a little anxious to just show them, like, absolutely, to yeah. hit, like, you yeah. know, it's yeah. gonna be good, you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah, this is crazy, bro. No like, man, like 100, percent. and it's like, and and
3: and to just continue painting the picture of like you know what happened between then and now, like we we really actually did not make any money for six months, like six seven months, mm-hmm. like, seven months something like that, yeah, and. It was it was hard man like and at this point like we're not really telling our friends what we're doing mm-hmm. even though like because because like again like we're afraid of like oh how people are going to perceive exactly. us like yeah. like, like if, if we fail it's like, not ready yet it's not ready yet yeah, yeah exactly you know and but then over a course of time it just like you know people just started finding out and like you know things just started happening and you know we were less secretive about it and you know like six months later six seven months later you know we got our first check and that was like the craziest feeling. How I much? How much is check for it? Right, How was much? I, it was thirteen thousand four hundred dollars. Bam. Yeah. Damn. Racks. Thirteen thousand four hundred dollars. <laughs> Racks. And I mean, it's not like you know crazy, crazy amount after like you know six months. Yeah. But just knowing that it's like, damn, like, like, like we thought this into existence. Yeah. It's just yeah. to put it in perspective. Exactly. Though, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah perspective. Absolutely. Like,
2: yeah. The money's a symbol of a kind of, of of what was possible. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
3: And like to just to know that it's like, man, like after after like seven months of just like just grinding like you we eventually get to a point where it's like man like now the universe decides to give us this money it felt like mm-hmm. it was it wasn't even about how much Don't money know, it was. Yeah. It was just, just about the fact. the fact that there was yeah. money. Like it yeah. could have been like a hundred dollars. Yeah. And, but you know what I mean? Like, You're like not, right, yeah. I did that. You'd be like, it's working. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Profit. Yeah. No, but straight up, like, but for the first like seven months before that, you know, we we didn't make any money. We only spent money on like, you know, like just courses, like random marketing, like just, you know, like like entry like entry fees into mm-hmm. events, like mm-hmm. things like that. But when you, when we when we got that first check, that like level of euphoria you felt, like knowing that man, we like we we like made this, like like you know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. just it's on like it's unparalleled to anything. It's like yeah, something. I feel you, you. Yeah, it's, yeah,
2: yeah, it's something yeah, that yeah. you think about. I, we always talk about this. It's like yeah. a consistent thing on this show. Is like yeah. take your ideas, take your thoughts, and just put it. Make it real. Yeah. Make it physically real. Put it on a piece of paper. Absolutely. Put it on a whiteboard. Whatever whatever you have to do. Absolutely. Because then that the clock starts ticking once you put it yeah. out there, right? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and when you see it come to fruition, it's 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 a feeling like you can't explain. Yeah, like it's You know what I no, mean? No, I always say that about like the studio that we were able to build and the site. Absolutely. Like, it's like sometimes you just catch yourself in, in that moment where you're like you're like, yeah. damn, I really
3: I really made it. I mean yeah. you're showing me your pictures of like, you know, what the studio used to look yeah, like yeah. before and like <laughs> just, just to see this in you know, like in actual fruition yeah. where, you know, this is a legitimate studio, we yeah. got like legitimate equipment out yeah, here, like yeah. you know, I'm like I'm sure this was before it became like real, you know, it was an idea in your head. Of course, you know course. what I mean. Anything physical in this world, you know, starts off in the head. Like this bottle, like w- existed in someone's head yeah. before it became a physical yeah. product. Yeah. And and a business is like no different. It's No different. Mm-hmm. No different. We overly yeah. complicate things. Absolutely. A lot of yeah. times. Absolutely. Business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. So speaking of business, let's let's get to these. Let's get to this bag talk. I want to okay. talk about. Uh, the wholesale real okay. estate market, and, okay um, there's a lot of people I'm sure that want to learn about this shit. Sure, me yeah. included. This man included. This, this is all he was talking about before you he got here. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I guess so you you start making money. Yeah. Right. So how do you start scaling up? How? Did, what was it? What was the plan after that? Where you're like, okay, let's let's really try to build to where we can get notoriety from Four Two Five Magazine or Puget Sound Journal. So, like, so and, how did it continue after that? Yeah. How did yeah. So
3: I mean, to be to keep it real with you, so like the next. Uh, deal we had came two months after that one, and it was a very similar situation. And and then and then we pretty much just at this point it was kind of like hyping ourselves up. You know, yeah. we go to these like events and we'd like. Like, literally, we just be like, we're, we're doing all this. Like, you know, we kind of hype ourselves up yeah. more than we are. Yeah. And then we then be like, yeah, 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 if, if you want proof, go check out this deal we did. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, these people are just, like, looking at you. And then now, like, you know, more people are kind of interested in you within the real estate sector. Mm. And they start coming to you yeah. with a potential deal. And, yeah. like, it's like, you know, like, we started acting with a little bit more confidence, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't anything crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just just knowing that we spoke this into existence this gave us like, a like more confidence. You got the yeah. juice. You Absolutely. Got the juice yeah. Now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So and then and then that just kind of continued. So to, to to put it in perspective, I'm not sure if a lot of listeners know what wholesaling is. Mm. So like, let me explain it. School so them. School em. Yeah. So basically, you know, if you have a you know seller who's like kind of in a situation where they need you know like like say like three hundred thousand dollars to sell their house, mm-hmm. right? And and they're like you know and this is like you know. Like preferably a house that can be, you know, like fixed up and like, you know, resold for a better mm-hmm. price. Yeah. So they're like, they're happy with, you know, I need $300,000, I'm like moving out of the country, like, you know, I'm getting a divorce, like whatever it is, whatever their situation yeah. may be, mm-hmm. they need $300,000 and they need to close by a certain amount. So you identify this person and you say, okay, well, you know, I will buy your property for $300,000, right? And you you put that on a piece of paper and it's called a purchase and sale agreement. Mm-hmm. When when And so when the seller signs this, now you have exclusive... Uh, Buying rights to this property until it closes like you have like say you got like 30 days to close on this property Okay, Uh, you you have exclusive buying rights and what 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 you can do with this purchase and sale is that this exclusive buying rights Not only is the house for sale the exclusive buying rights can be for sale Mm. Right. So say you find you know another buyer like who's an actual like established flipper investor whoever Mm -hmm. he is and he sees the value in the property. He sees that if he puts in, you know, like forty thousand into it, he can sell it for five hundred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To him, it's like, oh, buying this property for three, three twenty. Yeah, is it's, it, nothing. it's uh, is nothing. I'm still exactly. gonna make profit. I'm I'm gonna buy for three twenty, put in forty into it, and you know, like still, like you know, and then and then and then sell it for five hundred and, and make the difference. Exactly. So to them, it's like that would make it that would make a thing. So these the purchase and sale that you originally signed with the seller, you assign it to the other into the incoming buyer yeah and you pretty much have a set another document that says okay I arrive assigned this property to this buyer for $20,000 okay Mm -hmm. and then so you got now two separate documents the one you signed with the seller the one you signed with the buyer and you take both of these documents to escrow and they handle the paperwork and now the 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 seller receives the $300,000 you know like I'll receive as the wholesaler the Mm $20,000 and the buyer now receives the property.
2: Yeah, gets the house, and
3: then yep. boom, and then and then you know like, and then he does whatever with so, it. So that's actually rolling, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep <laughs> on rolling. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's that's that. So all right, so um, now do you have to I guess prep the homeowner, the original uh-huh. homeowner. Uh-huh. And kind of guarantee that they can get their return back before they sign a sign the deal, or is it like do you have to line it up with the uh, person who wants to buy that? See, house? like I mean how does it, that work? It, it really it really depends. Like a lot, like you
3: know, like now I feel like if you're when you're a little bit more established, the way you'll do it is that you have a list of buyers already mm-hmm. and and you know gotcha. exactly what this buyer's criteria is. you. Gotcha. And when you have that level of familiarity with the buyers, you find a property in like West Seattle, you'd be like, oh, who do I know that's got a West Seattle property? Boom. Yep, got you got know you, got it. you start connecting yeah. dots. But like the way we did in the beginning was way more stressful because we found the property and then we got like a limited number of days to close and then we got to find the buyer (laughs) you know what i mean it's like (laughs) it's like kind of backwards yeah it was definitely i mean it was stressful i mean it it still happens time to time where we just kind of end up finding a property and like it's like kind of like in the middle of nowhere you still gotta you know figure out how to do it but there's ways around it man like you know what i mean like so to give you perspective right um like one thing you can do now that we're so over a course of time in the beginning we're just wholesalers like we weren't we didn't actually have our you know real estate uh, license okay at this time period so uh, you
2: can do that without a license oh yeah you so can definitely do you, you can license.
3: do it
0: in washington without a license cuz i
3: was told otherwise man fuck that like, yeah all right cool <laughs> yeah 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 I don't, Thank know, you. I don't know who your source is, <laughs> but yeah. my guy right here knows. yeah 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 all right yeah, 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 that's what i'm saying right. that's what yeah, i wanted to know yeah, too yeah um, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, definitely you can uh-huh. do that i mean whoever's telling you that is probably trying to keep the competition you know away that's what i was thinking too yeah i mean there's there's you know certain like logistics that you got to follow like for instance when you're like marketing that you know the example i told you that property for 300,000 dollars. You, as a wholesaler, you're not marketing the property. You're marketing the contract. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, it's, it's certain things you say. That you know, like have legal implications, Mm -hmm. and certain certain ways you market it have legal implications. You can't just like, for instance, you can't just you know market on like a public platform like you know Facebook or Instagram.
2: Yo, I got this contract for sale.
3: But you can do through you know if you have a particular partner or you know like a buyer's list or whatever. It it
2: has to stay within the circuit of exactly
3: exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And so to to pretty much add to this, you know, like kind of business uh, strategy, uh, we realized later on that it's like well. Like once the, you know, the buyer buys the property and now they're, you know, like now they're trying to sell it for $500,000, they need to list it on the open market. They need to have, you know, they need to use a real estate agent to list that. Mm. So there's a real estate agent getting 3% of that $500,000, yeah. $15, yep. the $15,000 on the back end. So we're like, well, shit, why can't that be us? Exactly. So, mm. so we decided we'll just get our license and, and boom, like now, now we're going to do the wholesale deals where we're going to get the wholesales on the front end and then the property is going to get fixed up. And then on the back end, we're gonna we'll get that we're gonna get that commission. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Right. And this was just like it's like a foolproof model. It's like you know, yeah. like really, just really
2: no risk. Because It's like why why let it go after that? Absolutely. Point? Just, because you already there. done all that work. Yeah. You have built that rapport. Yeah. Who knows the house better than you? You've already you were there from the jump. Absolutely. So why not sell that? Absolutely. Shit? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That makes sense. Damn, that's and so sad, bro. yeah, and and yeah.
3: pretty much like so. Actually, Cosmo got his license, um, last February, 2017? February twenty seventeen, February twenty seventeen and and then so basically like we just kind of you know kept it going where and like we get the list backs and that was the case in the beginning I was like not licensed because I thought that there there's certain you know like fiduciary responsibility you have mm-hmm. when you uh, when you have your like you know I mean like when you when you have your license so I figured you know as like a regular civilian there's you know things that mm-hmm. I can do and uh, but then like Seattle just started becoming like a seller's market and people just started valuing agents more and yeah. like sellers you know yeah. what I mean? Like you yeah. gain a level of confidence from them. Yeah. When you when you're a real estate broker. Mm-hmm. So like you know, like late earlier this year actually, I think like like February of this year, I got my license. Okay. And, you know, and then we just continue doing this. So,
2: so for those who are, who may already be doing this yeah. or who are interested in doing this after hearing this, like yeah. me, and <laughs> yeah, for sure a lot of yeah. these motherfuckers. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> but, um, what are some things they need to look out for? Because obviously you're kind of telling us in terms of how it works and yeah. if it works, this is what it'll look like. Mm-hmm. But what are some things people need to look out for? Right. Cause I feel like obviously, um, shit's not um, it's not going to be straight like that. You know, like there's going to be some shit you got to go through and, and figure out for yourself. So what are some things people need to look out for? I mean, like not
3: necessarily look out for, but like kind of do your research on is you have to really understand kind of the market you have to. So if you say you got a property, you have to understand like, like if it's completely fixed up, what's it going to sell for? Mm -hmm. Right. And that's probably the biggest question you got to answer like from the jump, you know what I mean? Like, like you need to understand what, what the after repair value is. They call it the ARV. The ARV. You know, yeah, I was about yeah, to say yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And, and basically you do that by identifying what properties sold around the subject property and when. So, and you need, and the when's really important. Like say you like, you know, you got a property and then you're like, Oh yeah, there's a property over there. Like, you know, it sold like, you know, like last year for, you know, like $550,000. That means that this can also sell for that much. Exactly.
2: That's not always the
3: case. Like mm-hmm. you need to look at, like like how the market shifted. Oh yeah. You know like like what's been going on, like what the trends have been in the in that particular neighborhood. Okay. And you know like things like that. Like you need to look at like what the square footage of that other property is yeah. for you to actually you know compare, like compare yeah. the ARV. Yeah. Uh, how many bedrooms it has, how many bathrooms it has. Isn't an, is an actual like you know one to one type comparison. Mm. So, you know like in the in the and then and then you need to kind of like and the, and this comes over comes with practice, but you need to understand how much work has to be put in 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 dollar amount for for it to make sense, like one of the biggest mistakes that Cosmo and I made toward the beginning would be like, yeah, we found this property for three hundred thousand dollars. You put in twenty thousand, and then the ARV is, you know, like three thirty, and it's like, <laughs> like there's no room for profit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like we'd be getting like kind of like we just didn't understand how yeah, it worked. We just yeah. we were just excited about getting properties under yeah, contract and just just doing it right? and yeah. and just doing it and yeah. just kind of like just just being involved in the process, gotcha. but over a course of times, I mean, we got shot on by other investors, like being like, you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? In the beginning. And I think, I think one of the biggest kind of hurdles that wholesalers might experience is that, I mean, within the real estate investor community, right? It's like when you're wholesaling, you're not really taking any risk for the most part, right? Like yeah. from a monetary perspective, yeah. you're not taking any risk. And because you're not taking any risk, the, the actual, you know, the, the actual buyer that comes in to buy the property is, could sometimes look at you like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Like They might try to, like, yeah. you know, like, just, n- like, you know. Yeah. Like, discredit you. Discredit they you. They look at you, as, you as an opportunist. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And... But then, you know, like over a course of time, once you actually show your value, show that you can find properties, show that you know you're actually finding good deals, yeah. that level of you know respect kind of automatically, you yeah. know, you comes. Show and on you yeah, show yeah, prove you yeah. show prove
2: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, mean, I need to know what you're about before yeah. I start throwing yeah, you this money. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely, that makes yeah.
3: sense. So, so y'all know about like my business model right now, where it's like you know you find properties on the front end, like you know you wholesale it, you get that wholesale check in the beginning, the property gets you know like worked on, and then and then and then, and then boom, you get the commission on the yeah. back end. Mm-hmm. That's one way of doing it. And now another way we do it is. Instead of receiving the wholesale check and the commission on the back end, we'll tell the, we'll tell the buyer, like, yo, so, you know, like, this is, you know, X number of dollars in total. Why don't we just put that towards the down payment and you now, like, so usually it's an LLC that the buyer has, like, an LLC yeah, that buys yeah. the property. Yeah. But why don't you just make us owners? of the property as well and give us equity in the deal instead of just a commission mm, or a cut. Mm, you see okay. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. a whole different, you know, yeah. like model that, you know, yeah. depending on the deal. And it's case by case. Case by case, For exactly, sure. exactly. For if sure. the deal is just like, you know, just just slap and amazing, just then, you know, it's just then yeah then I'll, we'll, we'll do that equity Yo, model he's but
2: dropping yeah. some gems bro Braille, he's yeah. dropping some yeah. gems bro <laughs> yeah, For yeah. Real. there's someone who's listening <laughs> right now bro who's, <laughs> who just turned this shit off and went to the computer bro <laughs> yeah. um so you you kept mentioning uh your boy costume right yes and obviously you can't do shit alone absolutely everybody you know teamwork makes the dream work absolutely we got our guy in the building right now yes sir uh let's bring him let's bring him in let's just go. so Give we can introduce him bro. Bro. to the people and um, that's dope though man i think uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can talk into the mic you right, to really it. Really what's going on costume hey uh, i'm doing well how are you guys doing i'm good man i'm good man i'm good you man. know just just, just uh i yeah. kind of want to get your kind of perspective obviously he kind of talked about the come up um yeah of course of course what was a moment for you two when maybe y'all looked at each other like I can't. I can't work with this guy right now. Like I can't. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what did it ever come to a point where it was like, yo, this, we might need to take a break from each other.
4: Uh, to be honest, the thing is, as soon as we started, um, we were pretty much like working together all day, every day. We were we were working out together. We were cooking together. I mean, this whole thing was a bigger journey than just real estate. I Mm. mean, it was like it was a test of our. Everyone tells you don't do business with your friends, but. I think that's the stupidest thing ever because mm. we know exactly how we work. And we have two different versions of, like, when we talk to each other. We got, like, I'm talking to either business Reeve or friend Arie, And okay. Arive's talking to either business costume or friend costume. Got it. And so we've done a really good job um, separating the emotional attachment between those two things. So, yeah. like, you know, if Reeve's yelling at me or if I'm yelling at him, he knows that it's not his friend or I know it's not my friend who's mad at me. It's like... It's the business. We just know that we're, we're trying to tell each other what to do and how to do it. And yeah. because of that friendship, we're able to be more free with each other. So as far as it goes, I don't think there's been a time where we were like, hey, I don't want to do this business with you. It's more like, hey, should we keep doing this business? Like, are we, (laughs) you know, during that first seven months. And the
2: only reason I asked, and obviously I could tell you guys are like this, but the only reason I asked that is because I'm sure there's someone out there right now who's probably doing business with friends and maybe it didn't work or maybe they've done business with friends in the past and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of showing them an example, like, yes, this shit does work. You just got to be fucking focused and you got to be on the same page. You got to separate. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. you gotta understand yeah, yeah, when it's yeah. when it's time to be friends and when it's yeah. time to actually be business partners, yeah. right? And
3: and like another thing is that like you know with Kasim and I like we had like there was never a level of like greed associated to our friendship, you know mm. what I mean? Like we always like we've never ripped each other off, you mm. know what I mean? We've always been loyal to each other, like you know what I mean? Like whether it's like you know like in college, like you know like he bought me lunch or whatever, like I'd, I'd hit him right back, like yeah. And, and there was always that mutual respect yeah. we had for yeah. each other, yeah. And I think that's probably the biggest key. And like Kasim said, right? Like you know he could be yelling at me, I could be yelling at him. But we know that it's not it's not personal. Never. It's it's just it's it's the most objective, practical thing to do to to say to get the business to the next level. Yeah. And we might agree, we might disagree on on what that, you know, the the most practical move yeah to make is. But at the end of the day, you know what I mean? It's like like he, he know, like you know what I mean, like we can go from yelling at each other and be like, yo, that, that girl's bad as hell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like we let's <laughs> <I we, you laughs> go get looked. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, nah, but you know yeah. what's crazy? You yeah. also
2: said some that like I feel like it's dope to see passion. Right. Yeah. That's what you want to see. Right. Exactly. If he's screaming at you, you like, man, I don't want to hear this shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the fact that he's fired up at yeah. the same exactly. time. Right. So I think there's, yeah, I think it's just, you know, Everybody wants someone who cares, right? Exactly. If you go into business with someone, you want, the, you want to know they care. Exactly. Right? You want them to challenge you. You want them to go back on you. Like, me and this guy argue all the fucking time, bro, <laughs> exactly. about shit yeah. and what we should yeah. do. And, and the rest of the team, like, you know? And the thing is, if you don't
3: argue, like, that just that, that comes off as fake. Yeah, you know what man, I mean? Because really, real. like, you're a human being. He's a human being. Yeah. Like, we're going to have, you know, moments where you get emotional. That's real. But you have to learn to just separate, like, what that means. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and there has to be a greater good There's absolutely, a greater good. Yeah.
4: Exactly. absolutely. I think the thing other one them. thing yeah. that's really important is we both have a very strong why I mean we we uh, we talk got into it. this for the yeah. same reason we uh, we care about the same issues and we're trying to empower ourselves along with our people you know and mm. then because of that like that was a really defining for us like one of the moments that I think was one of the most defining was this happened uh, last year our uh, mentor was telling us hey um, there's a uh, this funeral happening for this kid who got shot by the police mm-hmm. uh his name was Giovanni, and he was you know right unrightfully shot by the police and we went to that funeral um well it wasn't the funeral it was like the it, the was, protest. A it, was, it a was a protest, protest yeah. memorial and um you know it was just such an just crazy moment just seeing that mother and like everyone so passionate about what's going on mm. and like just we were like man this is why we're here we're like we're here on this planet to to try to stop these injustices and even mm-hmm. if it's just real estate like we're still gonna figure it out like yeah we're on a path and nothing is gonna get in our way so
2: you're kind of using the real estate as a tool absolutely. to kind of fuel exactly. a greater how
4: that's like something we've been doing yeah, yeah. so that's so
2: though, that segues yeah. perfectly yeah. I think um, into kind of what's on the horizon yeah and things you got down the pipeline absolutely, absolutely. want to talk about it
3: so um one of the like like in addition to real estate, one of the main things that, you know, like we, like as Carson mentioned, you know, we focus on is helping the community and empowering others. And, you know, like just being a dark skin, you know, person of color in this mm-hmm. country, I feel and, and being an immigrant, I feel that, you know, I like we, we kind of share this narrative. Like, you know, we, we share this narrative with, you know, so many different others. Yeah. And we feel that, you know, if we can do it, we want others to feel like, oh, yeah, I can do it, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's one of the that's one of the biggest. Like, like that's the biggest why for how we started our representation. Business. Yeah. Represent, you know, yeah. and, and we figured, you know, like the, how, how we're going to get there is going to come if we knew our why. Yeah. There's, there's a great book called start with why by Simon Sinek. And yeah, you know, that book, you know, like, yeah, I seen that that's yeah. my guy. That's my guy. Simon, He's dope. Shout um, out Simon. But yeah, man, it's like, so like recently, so one of the things we've been doing recently is that we've partnered up with this organization called TAF. It's a technology access foundation. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram. At, I think it's stem by TAF. Okay. And it's founded by this, um, you know, like, like black woman named, uh, like, Trish. I'm forgetting her last name. but And Trish is just super cool. She was, like, one of the first, um, you know, female representatives in Microsoft. And, like, she's one of, like, the OG, like, people that worked at Microsoft. From the, jump. F- for yeah. the jump. For the jump. For her to be a woman and a black woman at that in the technology industry back in, like, the 80s, man, that's, like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that's an anomaly, yeah. bro. Like, she's yeah, yeah, an anomaly for sure. Yeah, yeah, you you see, sure. Right. yeah. yeah, no yeah. Like and, and, yeah, man, so it's, like, and she started this kind of academy called uh, Technology Access Foundation, based in Federal Way. Uh, I think at some point in the '90s, um, and and their whole purpose is to empower students of color that come from that Federal Way region. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you know anything about Federal Way, it's like you know, it's not it's not as like you know like wealthy as Seattle or mm-hmm. Bellevue or yeah. you know like this area. Yeah. And. So, I mean, and these kids come from either like, you know, like broken families or, you know, like just not the most ideal situations, even if they're not coming from broken families, like, you know, their parents are, you know, blue collar workers or just, you know, just hard, just hard workers that yeah. don't, mm-hmm. that are, that are, you know, doing what they can to provide for their kids. But, you know, they don't really understand how the, the next, you know, like, like they're not going to be able to provide their kids with uh, the knowledge to go the next level. Yeah. Trying so to build that, build that, build that thing. Yeah. yeah. So what Trish does is they got this entire foundation, you know, with like the technology access foundation and it's. And their entire, so it's a school, for like 6th through 12th grade, and their entire curriculum is based off STEM mm-hmm. uh, education, science, technology, engineering, math, mm-hmm. and it's just super dope. Like, they, they have their kids, like, working on, like, really cool projects, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, like they focus on art, they focus on social issues, and, mm-hmm. and things like, these kids are just, like, you know, just walking into the school, you realize, like, man, these kids are just, like, yeah, next level. Yeah, they're yeah. they're, they're like, the future. They're the future, they're for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and uh, it, was, it was very, like, serendipitous how we got involved with them. I was just, you know, like, just at this random networking event and this lady told me to told me like oh there's this like you know some uh, like, like there's some event that we need an MC for and it's about empowering students of color and for me I'm like oh I'm down I'm, I'm ready yeah, to go yeah, yeah. 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 she asked me to MC and I didn't really like even prepare and when I got to the event that's when I realized what it was and I'm like oh man this is this is crazy. This yeah. is about like empowering these kids. Yeah. And and at that moment, like on stage, I'm just like feeling like, man, like this is, I'm supposed to be here right now. Mm, I'm supposed mm-hmm, to be here right mm-hmm. now. And I'm supposed to use this real estate journey as, as a platform to help these kids. Mm. And immediately after that event, you know, I, uh, coordinated with, uh, you know, Trish and, you know, some of the other, um, like, like members on the committee of TAF and just told them, you know, how can we help yeah. and how can we, you know, make this, like, how can we like, yeah. Uh, provide value. Yeah. Yeah. And you know one of the things we do is you know we go like talk to these kids about real estate and like entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and 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 you That's know like, and how they can you know move to the next level. That's, dope. That's one thing we're doing. And then we partnered up with one of our buddies uh, his name is Rich and uh, he like he he's just as passionate about TAF as we are. And, and one of the things we're doing right now is towards the beginning of 2019 we're going to have this uh like hackathon type event okay. where we're bringing like you know like 60 kids from TAF that are like you know 10th to 12th grade. Um, you know, they'll form like 10 groups of six or six groups of 10, whatever. And they're going to come up with this really cool, like, you know, like just business idea plan, uh, or even just like a problem that they see in their, within their spheres that they can solve. And they're going to create a solution for that over a course of like, you know, an eight hour day. And we've already coordinated with a bunch of, you know, like Seattle entrepreneurs from like Amazon, uh, like Microsoft, Expedia, like Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To volunteer and kind of like just tutor these kids at this event. Mm. And one of the the biggest hopes out of this is that, you know, these kids that don't have the opportunity otherwise will get to this event, you know, create a solution, you know, present this idea to these established entrepreneurs. And they're going to feel like by the end of it, they're going to feel more confident. Yeah. to, you know, take it to the next level and feel like, man, I can do this. this oh, hell yeah. This I, isn't that I, bad. I've
2: been to a hackathon, bro. Yeah. That yeah. shit is powerful. Whether you're an adult or whether you're a kid, it doesn't matter Absolutely. what your age is. You're Absolutely. Gonna, you're going to leave that shit feeling like I can do something. Yeah, Absolutely. I, even if you don't know what it, what it is, you'll you feel like you can do something after Absolutely. leaving one of those. Absolutely. That's dope, bro. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's amazing. When, I, I, when can when can we look forward to that?
3: So that's happening toward the beginning of twenty nineteen. I'll keep y'all definitely updated, okay, and, okay. and we're still working with TAF on coordinating the details. It was supposed to happen at the beginning of this academic year, okay. but you know how like the beginning of the school year is like the most stressful time, like okay. coordinating everything for yeah, them. Okay. So
0: this is coming up on the horizon. That's dope. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so I, I remember seeing TAF from like back in the day, bro. Like yeah. I think they had like a like. Some kind of office or something okay. in Columbia City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's called, like it's a called the Bethaday Foundation. You're yeah, about I, was, yeah, I yeah. was like a little kid, bro, and I just remember seeing like Taft stuff. Oh, okay. Or I yeah. think it was like it might have been in the Central District too. Okay. I yeah. think so. But yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember that yeah, from back They're super cool. And and yeah. the fact
3: that they exist in Seattle. Like you know, like you mentioned like Nipsey Hustle before we, you know, like started yeah. this. Part of the podcast, and one of the things he does is like you know he's got this like entire platform called Vector ninety. The yep. Vector 90 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Vector ninety project. You guys know about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And bro, like that's I mean like it's funny because like even before I found out what TAF was, when I saw that he was doing something like this, I'm like, man, this is so cool. Yeah. Like this is it's what we need. necessary, man. This is what's it's next. so
2: necessary. I, Absolutely. I remember we we did uh we did this. I, I know he did it in Brooklyn. I did it in Oakland. It's okay. Called, it's called Seek. It's a summer engineering experience for okay. kids. Okay. Okay. It's only for the summer though. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Nesby. It's a STEM camp, okay, if you yeah, want to yeah, call yeah. it that. Yeah, Nesby. Yeah, yeah. But um, I remember doing that for a month, and I'm not mm. an engineering student at all. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything. But I went there because I knew it was important, right? And right. when you see these kids, man, in these, like, super, super um, adverse circumstances that they're mm-hmm. growing up in, mm-hmm. but you, you lock them in that room, a safe space, yeah. and you start opening their minds, Absolutely. it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to see how smart they are and how, like, how curious they are, Absolutely. too. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I love that shit. That's Absolutely. dope. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: And it's like, and, and when you cultivate that level of, you know, when you, like, like, empower that curiosity from, yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, these kids, they're, they're turn on the TV. All they see is, like, they see different narratives painted by them, painted of them by the media. Mm-hmm. and And it's, like, I mean, especially when you're a kid, like, you're so influenced, right? So when you provide them with this type of platform, like, I mean, like, you know, yeah. like success is kind of inevitable. Hell yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Definitely. No, I, I can't so wait real. for that shit. I'm, I'm yeah, def- man. We're yeah, de- yeah, we're definitely, we we're definitely unattended. support that. Okay, cool, man. I want y'all there. Then. Oh, I'm going to be there. All right. I'm sounds good. I'm sold. All you right. You got to me on <laughs> it. I'm sold, bro. I'm there. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Now, um, so I'm, I'm glad we can touch on that. Um, Another thing I, I noticed, and I don't know if you noticed, but like, I follow you on Instagram and I know, I know, you're a man of many talents, right? Would you say so? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, you, like, I can't say that shit. You gotta say. It for you, me. Gotta, you gotta <laughs> say it for me. You <laughs> feel me? <laughs> nah, man. But I know, I know. Um, something that you probably use for me time and to kind of balance out. Definitely. Um, the work is music, right? You Absolutely. love music, right? Absolutely. Um, so what is that looking like for you right now? And is it is it something that you just kind of do for fun, or is it something that you actually take seriously?
3: You know, it's it's a combination of both. Um, you know, like being an immigrant in this country, like you know, not really having like a voice for myself. I used hip hop as like kind of my escape, and hip hop as like my tool for empowerment. Mm as a kid and you know like since i was like you know 16 17 maybe even 15 something like that i've been i was always writing bars and that was like that was like my form of escape yeah right that's real. I'm, I'm sure a lot of us could relate to that oh yeah man yeah. i got bars on deck yeah yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, be, a, yeah, little, yeah this guy <laughs> <laughs> okay no but like for real like it's it's one of those things know. where it's like you know i was always i was always like rapping and you know like and, and i would do to my like i would just do it like for myself mm-hmm. you know by myself and it's like therapeutic it was very therapeutic mm-hmm. for me and especially like you know like, but the crazy part is, I didn't really like tell anyone. Kind of like this whole, you know, like this whole entrepreneurship yeah, journey towards yeah. the beginning. He's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm a, I'm a secret rapper. Yeah, because they're gonna like, look you know? at
2: you like, where's the album coming, bro? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, where's your deal at? Exactly. <laughs> you like, nah, man. Chill. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just, I'm <laughs> Yo, doing yeah. it for me. You yeah, know what I mean? I feel that. I feel that.
3: And like, it's funny because like as this whole entrepreneurship journey started, I think I've written more bars within like this whole this past two years than I have you know, like any time before that. Cause it was always wow. my form of escape. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, if I'm feeling good, I'm going to write something. If I'm feeling bad, I'm going to write something like, that's dope. And, and it was always just, you know, something I just kept doing for a long time. And actually shout out to this guy. Cause he was like, I'd be like just rapping, you know, to myself or whatever. Yeah. And he'd be listening and be like, bro, you're actually good. You should just start putting this <laughs> shit out. See what happens. And,
2: and that's kind of where we're you rap too? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he bobs his head. Real all good. Right, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Um, well, shit, man. Can we hear some bars or something? Like, I shit. Mean, You can't just say, I wrote this (laughs) many bars from this many years. Let let, us get a little something. All right, check it, check it, it, check it, check it. Let us
3: get a little something. All right. Um. My life's a movie I'm the writer, producer, director And the main actor And that's plain facts, bruh A corporate job for Vosie's not natural It felt claustrophobic I need expansion I'm full of passion I'm blasting off I've been advancing Never thought I'd be giving thanks To inner clashes Pushing past the doubt Keeping the winning lasting Reverse engineered the cloud We did it backwards Do my taxes I'm plotting now. March So many blessings Like everything's ours Demeanors Everything is evident Y'all people of color You know that I'll represent y'all Forever Still I'll be whipping rowries, etc Set a goal to always Get out of parameters Handle all ramifications No one can damage us No offense We playing offense The stamina Is so profound I know no bound It loud You can't tell me To tone it down I'm in real estate I know how to zone the town Not a single fucking doubt Man, I'm focused now
2: <laughs> People Dang. of color He's representing <laughs> y'all Y'all he did, heard
1: he that
0: did. shit Y'all heard that shit all right, all right. You knew it's coming, bro Check it You knew was coming, bro <laughs> <laughs> Hey,
2: that's a message For any other rappers That come up here now You gotta rap right? You gotta rap, right? You gotta rap thank you though that was yeah no definitely that was dope that was dope thank you man i appreciate that if you ever need if you ever need a feature on the mixtape let me know i'm here man okay i appreciate respect and actually so like to answer your question (laughs)
3: you know like regarding music it's kind of like i'm taking it the same way i took this whole entrepreneurship thing right like it's kind of like within the real estate community there aren't there isn't anyone that raps and i feel like you know what i'm gonna use that to my advantage like you know now that i'm like posting on like instagram or whatever Mm -hmm. right the people within the real estate community in seattle will be like oh yeah he's that guy that raps and, like, just that in itself it's is, like, it's it, it is marketing. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a way for you to identify yourself. Yeah. So, but, you,
2: but you're being yourself at the same time. You're exactly. Not, you're not trying to be a rapper. Exactly. You've always been a rapper. It's exactly. Just it's, just, it's, just, it's just something I do. Exactly. You know? exactly. That's dope. I like that.
3: Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually, like, you know, soon, like, I'm, I'm like, within the next, like, You know, four weeks I'll be like I'm dropping like my first single. Okay, and it's it's just for me, you know what I mean. Like whatever happens, happens out of that. Hell yeah! And I'm just gonna keep that, you know, keep following my journey. Real estate rapper. This 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 this,
2: this is the SoundCloud era, bro. So I mean, you never know. Spotify. Look a little Duval. Look a little Duval, bro. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Straight up top Billboard charts. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Straight up. Nah, man, that's dope, and I'm I'm glad to see that you guys can can share a story of. Of, you know, persistence, man, and, and trials and tribulations included. But just being able to stand tall through it all. And, and, and collaboration, bro. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's, that's another fine. straight that's, up, you know. straight up. Yeah, yeah, for that's sure. real. So um, I always ask this question. Okay. You know, if, you've, if you're if you familiar with the show. And uh, it's for both of you guys. So you guys can answer it separately. Okay. Um, And this is something that's going to just really help kind of sum up everything we talked about, but also kind of lay ahead what, what's, what's, what's on the horizon. Okay. So if you can, my brothers. What's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up?
0: You guys could explain and it, you, too. You can, you can
2: yeah. explain it.
3: You yeah. said it one word. Yeah, no, I was going to say, like, my favorite word of all time. Actually, I got, two, like, two words. Can I say two words? It's abundance and manifestation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and the reason I say that is because, you know, like, this world is, like, extremely abundant. There is There are so many resources for all of us. To be millionaires or whatever we want you know what i mean mm-hmm. like what like wh- whether you want money whether you want like you know like like diamonds j- like jewelry whether you want a nice car like whatever material thing you want in this world like you know it's fully abundant mm-hmm. yeah. and it starts from like for me like it took a really long time to get to this place of feeling like like not scarce because you know being immigrants like we're we're used to our parents saying things like why are you driving you know like this car doesn't run on water like yeah. you know money doesn't <laughs> grow on trees yeah, yeah, but yeah. really money actually does grow on trees if you think about it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it comes from trees <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Paper. That's yeah, <laughs> straight up paper. Yeah, you know, where does it yeah, come yeah. from? It does grow on trees. And like for me, it was like it really took a long time to get to that mentality. Like I read somewhere that the entire human population can fit within the state of Texas, and with with the uh, population density of New York City. Now, if you really like, can imagine that. Wow. Just think about the rest of the world, right? Just think about all the trees. Think about all the diamonds. Think about all the gold. Think about all the water. Mm. Like the resources are out there yeah. for all of us to have it. And I think that society just kind of paints this, you know, picture of oh, like, you know, if, if if this person has it, this person can't have it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, the, the biggest, you know, like, self-limiting, yep. uh, you know, like, like, factor that we have to, like, just shatter. And, you know, like, and for me, like, it took a really long time. And, you know, I still have days where I'm, like, where I'm operating off that scarcity mentality. Mm-hmm. And that's something I have to get, you know, like, out of, like, my system. Yeah. And the second word I said was manifestation. It's really, like, you know, like I said, you know, this bottle existed in someone's head yeah. before it became a physical reality. Yeah. And I think if you look at life, from that perspective of like you know what you like, any any physical tangible thing that you end up getting starts in the mind first mm. and you know like and and you manifest that so you know like to me like those are my two favorite words and I think they really helped me along this journey.
2: That's real, Yeah. sir. Abundance sure, yeah. and manifestation. Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's the first. That's the first for both sure. yeah. of us. <laughs> <first. laughs> I, I love hearing the. New, you yeah, know, I love yeah. Okay, the good, yeah, good,
4: yeah. <laughs> good. You got some? <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. All right, so I think uh I'm gonna go with God mm. because the thing is. We know that this journey whether it's manifest however we're manifesting anything or however abundant it is it all comes from one place and we know that both of us like we we're very spiritual and we just kind of tune into what is happening and like one thing that's been really important is to stop viewing anything as a coincidence because none of these things are coincidences Mm -hmm. like you know us meeting each other in calculus class like working hard in school even like cultivating our friendship and even starting this entire journey like you know it was It was all something that we had to think about it first and god had to make it easy for us to do and Mm. so like we had to believe in ourselves first and believe in god just to make it all happen and so like you know our friendship is probably one of the biggest roots to this to this journey and um you know we just had to not give up and kind of just keep and and, and part of that journey was to not give up and so like you know god was one of the ways that we got Mm. that way
2: god's plan
1: Q Q God's plan Cute, God's right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, man, that's dope, and I, I love I love we love asking that question because it kind of just it's a tough question to answer. I'm not gonna mm, lie, but absolutely, it's yeah. it's just dope to kind of see um you know what what really drives us, you know. Yeah. And I, yeah. I love I love to see how you know two 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 brothers like you guys are just going after it, you know, and supporting each other, but showing, showing what it is and what it means to support each other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, to, and, to, and to network across, right? Absolutely. Go get your homies, man. Go get your homies and put them on some shit. like Absolutely. You know what I mean? You never know what your homies are capable of. Absolutely. Right? Just because they work at a certain job don't mean they can't do this. Absolutely. And that, you know, so um, I think you guys are an example for that and what that means to keep your homies close, keep your friends close, put them in position, you know, and then eventually they may put you in position. So. Absolutely. That's dope, man. That's dope. You got any? You got anything? Any nah, final? Man, you didn't, final? You didn't, r- <laughs> yeah, man. And be- you before you didn't we know, wrap this head. up,
3: though, I do want to say, like, you know, like I sincerely appreciate the both of y'all oh, yeah. for, you know, oh, like, man. having us on, Off and top. not only for Off having top. us on, for for creating this platform yes, for sir. others to be inspired. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not many people are doing this. That's right. And and you know what I mean? Like, when we're looking back, like you know, like society is looking back, like you know, like thousands of years, like into the past, like from now they're going to be looking at moments like this. They're going to be looking at yeah. these types of platforms as the reason for the success of the it's next level, you know, next generation. And, you know, for, for all the listeners that are, you know, out there listening, you know what I mean? Like I'm sure they're extremely grateful yeah. for this, whether they, you know, come and tell you yeah. about it or like, you know, whether they're hitting you with that follow, you know, like on Instagram or whatever it is that there are people out there mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm extremely grateful to be out here. I'm extremely grateful to share what little I know. And I know that, you know, we're just getting started. And I know that I feel grateful that, you know, we got on here before y'all became like millions <laughs> of subscribers and whatnot. You know what I yeah, mean? So right, I
2: was like, yeah. I appreciate that. For sure, it's because it's that's like, real, like you yeah, said, it's, it's about the why, man. I mean, Absolutely. that's why we do it. We do it for the culture, man. We try to cultivate the culture. And um, if anybody can can actually understand that and grasp that vision, then we're doing our job. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Respect. And, well, you know, on that note, I guess it's safe to say, Costum and Arif, you guys are officially members of the Up, Up and Up. Hey, Can we hey, get a round hey, of applause? Hey, yeah, yeah. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Let's, it's lit. 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 Let's go. Let's go. My Let's God. Go. Let's go.